Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Come on, get up! Good morning. It is time to get up with holy smoke what happened here in the first minute. Don't miss the fallout from fight night in the NBA. Meanwhile, we're shuffling off to Buffalo. The Bills drop the hammer, and we've got a major issue with where it fell. Plus, the D in Big D stands for Dak is doing it. Has the time finally come for Hot Hot and Cowboys? All that and a whole lot more. Let's do this on a Wednesday. Time oh, We got people putting people in headlocks. I'm ready. Well, that's exactly right. Let's get right to it. Tons of football with the squad, but Jay Will is here. And let's show you what happened last night. Ooh, this in-season tournament really has got things spicy, everybody. West Group C, Steph Curry not starting. Warriors, Timberwolves, just keep a close eye on Jaden McDaniels and on Clay Thompson. The two of them just seem to have a little issue. Did I mention we're 90 seconds into the game? Oh, Keep watching. Keep watching. Keep watching. Here comes Draymond. Oh, my God. It's up. Always that one friend. Always that one friend. What is he doing? I'm mean, getting a closer look, Jeff. What's going on here exactly? Watch Draymond come in. There's Gobert. Yow. What, Jeff, what's he, happening here? He's still mad about COVID, bro. Yeah. Yeah. That's where he is. <laughs> he's still Rune mad. Rune started. Rune started the whole thing. Conversations would ensue. In an unrelated story, the Timberwolves won by three. Steve Kerr, what happened? Rudy had his uh, hands on Clay's neck, and that's why Draymond went after Rudy. And uh, that's I saw one replay um, right after it happened. Um, the guys on the back of the bench were telling us uh, <clears throat> that Rudy had Draymond or had Clay, and that's why Draymond went at, went at Rudy. So that's all I all I know. So that's one side of it. Here's the other. Gobert did not hold back after the game saying that the choke was, quote, clown behavior and adding every time Steph doesn't play, Green doesn't want to play without his guy, so he does anything he can to get ejected. So, Jay, Will, let's talk about it. My favorite thing of the entire time is Draymond arguing, like, why are you throwing me out? What what did I do? What? what? How do we react to this? I mean, look, uh, this is new inventory, right? This is an in-season tournament. It's where the league is trying to highlight here are all these great storylines that we're going to continue to build a through thread throughout the course of the regular season yeah. to get to our 3X, as we said, TV media rights deal. They're trying to go for $75 billion, Greeny, okay? Right. Yeah. So think about this headline. Zero points, one minute, 43 seconds into the game, and a chokeout by your star player, Draymond Green. Right? Without Steph on the court, then Clay's off the court, this is going to be a 10-game suspension. I think the league is going to come down hard on Draymond, a 10-game suspension for him. I, I agree 
And I understand that they have to do it and why they have to do it. And yet, I'm going to say something that I probably shouldn't. And that is, in a little bit of a way, this is great. It is great for basketball. This is the middle of November. Interesting things are happening in the NBA. Again, please do not misunderstand me. I don't want to see athletes putting other athletes in chokeholds and all of that. He deserves to be suspended and significantly. But... The genuine dislike that exists between these two teams, these rivals, and others in the league is healthy for a sport, and and candidly, any sport that could use a little. I think it's a valid point, Greeny. And by the way, they played last game, and Anthony Edwards and Draymond were chirping at each other back and forth. Mm -hmm. This is the second game in three games in which Draymond's been suspended. Like, second game within three games in which he's been suspended. Right. So now this storyline gives you something to pay attention to as it relates to the Golden State Warriors. When Steph comes back, Clay's kind of been a shell of himself this season to see them go against the Minnesota Timberwolves. By the way, Anthony Edwards called them out in the game before saying he wants to face them in the playoffs. Now I want to see these teams play in the playoffs. That's my point. And again, I don't want anyone to misunderstand what I'm saying. No one wants to see players putting other players in chokeholds. But... The idea that we have a little healthy animus in the sport, I think, is actually healthy. And by the way, you talk about Minnesota barely won the game. Yeah, without points. Draymond, without Clay, without Steph in the game. Three-point game, 104-101. Stay close by. We've got to talk about James Harden and much more as we go. But we had a firing in the NFL yesterday, and it took a lot of people by surprise. After losing a ridiculous game to the Broncos on Monday night, the Bills fired their offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, This is their offense coming off a game which saw them turn the ball over four times and have a season-high four drops. Here's head coach Sean McDermott on the decision. Just felt like it was was time for change. Um, You know, we we need to be a confident offensive football team and, and, and find consistent production. And, you know, this was the right time. Always want to try and do what's best for the team. And I felt like this was needed right now, and this decision was made by me and me alone. Beyond that, it's it's Josh's responsibility and job to to come out and help Coach Brady, for, you know, formulate the game plan and and then come out and execute the game plan and take care of the football and and lead our offense more than anything. All right, so that came yesterday, just after eleven o'clock in the morning Eastern time. About a half an hour before that. Trayvon Diggs, the brother of Stephon Diggs, and of course himself a star NFL player with the Cowboys, tweeted for the second time in something of an inflammatory manner. First he had said that his big brother needs to get up out of there, and then he tweeted, let's not forget, he, obviously referring to Josh Allen, didn't start going off till bro got there. So that suggested, and we talked about the first tweet yesterday, Jeff, the first thought in your mind this morning in our meeting I thought was fascinating. Dumpster fire. (laughs) That's where the Buffalo Bills are right now. This is freaking ridiculous. I'm just going to be real with you. Like when you think about firing a guy after a loss that was a bad loss and putting it on the offensive coordinator. Let me just let me just put this in reference for you. Since Ken Dorsey's been the OC, you know the two teams have more points than Buffalo the Cowboys and Eagles. You know how many QBs have a better QBR than Josh Allen since he's taken over? Patrick Mahomes. That's the list. That's where we're talking about. They have the second-best QB and the third-best offense in the league, and that's the fall guy? It's absolutely ridiculous. Listen, I, you know, the whole dig situation, who's upset? If it's Josh, is it him? None of that matters. As the, as the head coach that took over the defense – that from 2017 to 2022 with Leslie Frazier as the defensive coordinator was number one in the league, has now gone to 16th. 
You have 12 players on the field for the field goal that you end up losing the game, and you're going to fire the OC in the middle of the season where you have a potential to make the playoffs and potentially win in the playoffs? It's a dumpster fight. And let me tell you, now everybody in that locker room, it's every man for himself, bro. That's exactly what it is. Himbo and I were talking this morning when I walked in, and I'm on one. I'm going to tell you, this is frustrating. Because let me tell you, when you walk in, it's ridiculous that this dude – and let me just tell you the first thing that came to my mind. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And you know why, dude? Everybody in the world has called for him to fire his offensive coordinator. They have been outgained nine games in a row, and somehow they're six and three. And that dude is steadfast and ain't moving off his mark. He don't care what you think. He don't care what I think. He cares about what he thinks, bro. And he'll go toe-to-toe with it. And now we got a guy who's second and third, and the dude gets fired? Are you freaking joking me? You get fired for that? Good heavens. Jump in here, Swaggo. Oh, we Jeff. Jeff is ready bro, to go. I almost want to no, pass sir. the collection plate. He was eating, like, he was eating prime rib at 10 o'clock plate. last night. So he's still full. Go. Jeff, I agree with a lot of what you said, but the reality is players get coaches fired. Yeah. This is a reverberation of Josh Allen descending. And when people think about that, they're going to look at the stats and they're going to look at the touchdowns. He's a descending player. Yeah. And I think what this organization looked at was our quarterback is not getting better and he's still suffering from the same issues that we've seen him suffer from. Jeff, newsflash for everybody in America. He got $250 million. Mm-hmm. Ken Dorsey probably got $12. Right. All right. That was the best decision for them to make the make their $250 million guy feel like they're doing something. This is a save face move, to your yeah. point. I understand it. And we and look, I've had this conversation. Ken Dorsey creativity. Left to be some concern. I thought he should have leaned into the run game a little bit more, like he did at the end of the Denver game, and things start happening for this offense. But ultimately, this became about the quarterback and the OC. I don't think it it was about the organization. But not in this week. Like that's after the season, right? Like, like that. That's my my issue. Isn't that if you if you got to part ways, I'm all for it, right? Like their business is business. Not after but this man, game. not after this I game. Like the, the question is, that is if they only had 11 men on the field for the yeah. first kick still, last night, would Ken Dorsey still have his job? If 12 men were not on the field. That's the Ken point. Ken Dorsey would still have a job. That's right. Today. I mean, to and me, it suggests that it wasn't about that game. There's something else going yes. on that we don't know about. They, he wanted Ken Dorsey up out that building, and this was 100%. the first opportunity they could get him up out that building. And I don't know if it's because of Ken's relationship with the head coach or the relationship with Josh or whatever, but you don't fire a guy after a year and a half just of really good, productive, statistically at least, offense after a year and a half just because there were 12 men on the field. This suggests that there's a lot more going on, and I try to extend some reason and logic to the head coach. It's not just as crazy as it looks to us because it looks absurd from the outside. That's right. So, so let's, let's clear the deck now and let Kmart go. And I will remind everyone that before the opener this season, Kmart said, guys, if the Bills lose to the Jets on Monday night, there's going to be trouble. You know that team. You were a columnist in that market. You know the inner workings better than most people do. You saw this coming. What is going on there? There are three things that made me concerned about the Bills. One was when McDermott wanted to move on from Leslie Frazier. He wanted to run the defense because it was very Mike McCarthy-like, saying, Kellen, Kellen Moore, no, I got it from here. I want to do this my way. So now Sean McDermott gets a defense five. Then we had Stefan Diggs in the OTA situation where he did not show up. Yeah. And Sean McDermott was the one who said, I'm very concerned about the situation. While all his players said, no, this is no, not a big deal, the head coach is saying, I'm very concerned. And that's when alarm bells went up because I was like, something here doesn't make sense. Then you have Trayvon tweeting. And Trayvon knows exactly what he's doing. Yep, for sure. And so – and and. 
I covered the Bills-Raiders game in week two after they lost to your Jets on Monday night. Yeah. And Josh Allen admitted being this talented is a double-edged sword because some, some of these throws look amazing win games. Sometimes those same throws cost you ball games. It is week 11, and we are still talking about the same issue with Josh Allen. And Josh Allen and I sat down before the Monday night game, and he talked about how accountability is key. We've been talking more. Guys in the locker room have been owning up to stuff that they are doing. And Josh Allen, week after week, looks less like himself in these podium pressers talking about the mistakes that we're making, and he's the big reason. Yeah, and, and, but listen, when Brian Dayball was off his corner, this was there's no different conversation, right? Like, he's still making those same decisions. The issue is that they, they didn't go get a second receiver, right? So Gabe Davis has one hit off the hands and becomes interception. So, like, now all of a sudden this thing is, is snowballing into a situation that could have been handled either before the trade, de- tra- trade deadline or before the season started. And so just to sort of put a, a, a bow on this thing, here's the one thing I will caution for Sean McDermott. At some point, you run out of other people to blame. blame. It wasn't Leslie Frazier. Okay, he's gone. It wasn't uh, Ken Dorsey. Okay, now he's gone. As you said, Josh Allen's not going anywhere. So if this thing doesn't get better now, there's only one person left to blame. They're still reeling from losing to the Cincinnati Bengals in the playoffs. That's right. They're still reeling. But it's not just that. It's not just that. Four straight years. Houston overtime. You've got Casey in the a, in yep, the in the conference seconds. finals. Yeah, then you got Casey in the wild card game. Mm-hmm. Then the game I covered last year where they lose to the Bengals in, on their home turf. The same team that wants to have the the elements and that be our signature come to our house. Teams have gone in, the in same, there. And in the said, same tenure with Shanahan, who's been to the Super Bowl, and McVay. These guys are the same like length of time as a head coach. One's won a Super Bowl in McVay. One's been to one. He's still trying to get that. You know the guy's feeling pressure. Well, well, you have you have two situations happening in Buffalo right now. You got a disgruntled wide receiver. You got a quarterback that's not confident, and you got an organization that has missed their window. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what it is. Like in Cincinnati, dumpster fire, <laughs> and that's why I said the last the, that last playoff game when Joe Burrow and them went to Buffalo yeah. and beat them, they realized somebody has jumped us in this division. Yeah, and I don't know if now we can they recover. They're panicking. Yeah. Yeah. they're choking each other out yeah. like Draymond Green. Yeah. 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 <laughs> When the dumpster is on fire, you shut the window. Those two things have happened concurrently in Buffalo right now. It may be time to move on. As we continue, the flip side may be going on in Dallas. Is Dak having the best year of his career? You'll hear Jerry Jones answer that very question, and you'll hear what Swagoo thinks. Plus, James Harden and the Clippers lost again. Can this team make it work, or is it time to declare that this trade was the biggest mistake of the early NBA season? All that and more on the way. It's Get Up on ESPN. Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful pistachios, one of the highest protein nuts out there. Each one-ounce serving has 6 grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Wonderful pistachios also come in a variety of flavors and sizes, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. And you're on the go a lot, taking the kids to school, hopping from meeting to meeting, shopping for groceries. Well, the good news is, not only are wonderful pistachios a complete protein, providing all nine essential amino acids, they're also great for all your adventures. So whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut, or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. 
Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore a seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. Monday Night Magic. Instant classic. Super Bowl sequel. Had to rematch it. Run that back. Each hike dramatic. Quarterback option. Might rush a pass it. Eagles at Chiefs. Lacing up your cleats. Repeated defeat. Got the fans on their feet. Hey, you gotta love this right here. Monday night is the big one. We're looking forward to that. In the meantime, yes. back on Get Up, we are. Time for a game of either or. All right, Jeffrey, who will have more total touchdowns in that game, Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes? This was tough one. I'm going to go Mahomes. Why? Because he has to. Let's be real. And this dude, the only way the Chiefs got any shot is by him playing excellent ball, getting these receivers going, Travis Kelsey going. Hurts has a, a much better stable of players to be able to, be, to to depend on. Right now, man, it's the Mahomes show. He's got to have it, so I'm going to put his name out there. Meanwhile, a huge weekend in the AFC North. We've got the Steelers and the Browns. Swagoo, who will have more sacks, T.J. Watt or Michael Garrett? Y'all would set me up. <laughs> I'm going to go T.J. Watt, though. And I think it's because he needs to perform. Him and Alex Highsmith yeah. are the reason why this – Pittsburgh team is winning the games, and we're sitting here with a 6-3 and three record with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's going to have to have more of an impact on the game. Miles will get his for sure, but TJ, I think, will come through at the end. And Deshaun will hold it. Deshaun will hold the football. He'll give you time. If defensive players were allowed to win MVP, both these guys yeah, would be 100%. in the conversation. Finally, Neek, Thursday night, who's got more passing yards, Lamar Jackson or Joe Burrow? I think I'm going to surprise you with this one. I'm going Lamar Jackson. Joe Burrow still hasn't figured out that offensive line issue in the Ravens. Pass rush is one of the best in football. Also, Jamar Chase, not feeling all that well. Neither is T. Higgins. So I'm going to say Lamar, he's found a way offensively to connect with the playmakers that he's never had before. So I got Lamar Jackson having more passing yards. How big is this game Thursday night? Well, how big can a game be? And both Lamar and Burrow were talking yesterday about the significance of this one. Big part of the year for both of us. You know, they're coming off a loss. We're coming off a loss. We're both trying to you know, win the division. So it's a big game. Every game for us is a must. It's a must win for us, you know. Um, not just because it's in a division game, um, but we we definitely. I believe our team is definitely a lot hungrier just from what happened Sunday in a division loss in a close game. We definitely hungry as well. 
So Lamar Jackson says it's a must win. You agree? I don't think it's a must win for the Ravens. It feels like a must win for the Bengals. Facts. Like, they lost that game last week. It really hurt them. And we all were buying in to the Bengals doing the same thing the Bengals always do. They have a slow start, then they turn it on. They ripped off eight regular season wins in a row last year, and I expected it to happen again. But losing last week, combined with the injuries that they have on both offense and defense, it feels like you look around the rest of the AFC, that wild card spot is going to be tough. They That's can't right. give up any more games. So before we dive more deeply into it, can we all take a moment to just pay homage to the first lady of the Church of Get Up? What Kimberly <laughs> Martin, before the season began, uh-huh. said all four teams from the AFC North are going to wind up Looks in the like playoffs. Unprecedented. And it could well happen. Like look at these teams go right now. So I will give you the first crack at this. Complete this sentence for me. If Joe Burrow and the Bengals lose on Thursday night, then what? I mean, I don't want to say they're out of the playoffs. Say it. But it's, it's Just be not, real. It's not Grim. I mean, it's, 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 it's a must-win for Burrow and the in Bengals. Cincinnati, like, because my look at the schedule they have coming up. Take a look. Take a look my, at what the Bengals have coming up. prediction, the Bengals got to get it right. There you I go. expect <laughs> all four teams of the ASD North to be in. No, but, it, but this is why the calf injury was so detrimental. Like, we... I didn't think they would win the division, so I still think the Ravens are the better team. But him, Joe Burrow not being 100%. They were winning games, but, like, it just wasn't right. And you expect when he's healthy to hit the ground running. And I cover the C.J. Stroud, Joe Burrow. Like, that was a beautiful game to cover. Mm -hmm. And you saw when everything doesn't – no T. Higgins. Jamar Chase, he played, but he wasn't himself. No Sam Hubbard. That was a big deal for this defense in Lou Anarumo. So for them having wide receivers out and not healthy in their defense, like this, the margin for error is so small. For They have to win tomorrow night to stay in this thing, Swaggy. Yeah, they have to win. They have to win. And it's because they gave, they, because of the injury, they had no breathing room. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like, every game for the Cincinnati Bengals here on out is do or die. That's right. Y'all used to play 21 when y'all was little. <laughs> yeah. You go miss that do or die uh, three-pointer at the right. top of the key. You're going to lose. You're going to lose, right? And, and that is the problem in Cincinnati. All of the worst things have happened at a time where it's super critical for them. Yeah. Your best two wide receivers are not – are injured, not doing well. You got a defensive end who has literally changed games mm-hmm. and changes in Sam Hubbard, who changes the way Luana Rumo calls plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There is no coincidence that the Houston Texans ran for 150 yards Thank last you. week. Thank you. Like, this is – they are hurting. They are reeling right now. Yeah. And because of Joe Burrow's calf injury, un- he can't control that. Yeah. You have no breathing room. No, the start was – yeah, if you asked me the same sentence you asked Kimberly, I would say yeah. Kimberly would be wrong, that, that, which would be a shame for all it's of us, meaning right? Meaning it's over if it's they over. don't win tomorrow night. Yeah, exactly. And, and here's the Five thing. and five. You're figuring you got to get to ten wins in the AFC? No, we think not with the way Houston's in? playing. That, that's the issue, right? If Houston gets hot, that's the problem in the AFC is so many teams teams is not a challenge yeah. and get there and yeah. by the way all their losses have been in the AFC yes. that's the problem right is that you have these the, the, the those mount those losses mount because of who you're losing to and when you think about it and, and what Kimberly said and what Swag just said Hubbard and Hendrickson, yes. who got hurt at the end of the game, those two guys, Houston would have would have not have had a chance to close that game out with those two guys on the field. And the problem is they're banged up. Your two best receivers are banged up. They, they have a running game, but they can't live on their running game. It is the Joe Burrow show, yeah. and you're going to play the – you're basically playing the Ravens one-dimensionally. If that's the way it goes, that's a tough way to go play that By game. By the way, I've got a special market running for you on ESPN Bet right now on this game, download the ESPN Bet okay. app. I'm on a Take a look at it. See, See green. Green. Okay. 
Okay. You see the prop bet there, and it's a boost from three, three and a half to one to four and a half Ooh. to one on the combined yardage and touchdowns for Lamar and I Joe I didn't Burrow. read the, the, the disclaimer they put out about ESPN. I'm going to need to read it. I'm going to need to read it. I'm going to have to read it. I ain't reading it. I'm betting I ain't reading it, but I'm betting it. That's a great picture of you, too, Yes, sir. And He's you kidding. can He's see kidding. in green. As as we can, hey, guys, chaos in Golden oh State. Draymond in trouble. What will the fallout be? More on that and more from the NBA Plus. Is Dak the best quarterback in the NFC? Dominique will show you why that might actually be selling him short. Woo! Holy baby. <laughs> Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Bottom of the hour on Get Up. Back with Jay Will. Time to shoot the Jay. We opened by showing you the melee last night in the first minute and a half of the game between the Warriors and T-Wolves. What do you believe should happen with Draymond Green? I think he's going to get a 10-game suspension. His reputation precedes him. Two ejections in the past four games. But I got to tell you, that's my kind of teammate. If I'm in a, if I'm in a strap, if, I, if I'm scrapping with somebody, Greeny, and somebody puts their hands on me, I want my teammate to come out of nowhere to put somebody in a chokehold. We, we talked about with this that. off the top of the show. We'll get back to it later. Meanwhile, Lakers uh, have a three-game win streak working here with LeBron back. What's the most encouraging piece? The fact that Darvin Ham made a twist in this lineup. Austin Reeves, who signed that big deal, is no longer the starter the last three games. He's going with Cam Reddish. Cam Reddish is shooting 50% from the field and shooting – High-quality shots and uptick in minutes. And also, Austin Reeves coming off the bench. Maybe the best thing for them to utilize him is like uh, Lou Williams or like a Jamal Crawford for this line. And then let's talk about James Harden with L.A.'s other team. They still have not won since acquiring the beard. Can I just say, Greeny, if, if Ty Lu finishes the season, he's going to be coach of the year. <laughs> like he's going to be coach of the year. Just there's, to survive. There, there's no role definition on this team. You know, I could have told you before, Nicholas Batum or, you know, Marcus Morris, guys who had defined roles, what Kawhi and what PG were doing. I have no idea what James Harden's role is. They need to play faster, I can tell you that. Well, let's just show you just how bad it's been. Two weeks since this trade was made, and the Clippers are a mess. They're 0-5 since he made his debut with them November 6th. They have the worst scoring offense in the NBA in that stretch. 
And oh, by the way, the Sixers look freed. They look like the weight of the world has been lifted off their shoulders because perhaps it has been, and they are off to an 8-2 and two start. You said an interesting thing to me today about Harden himself and about the way you think people are starting to view him. Oh, yeah, it's somebody that, you know, he, he's at some point, Greeny, you have to believe people when they tell you who they are. He's like, I am the system. I've never been a system player. Okay, well, now the ball sticks to your hands. The ball also needs to stick to the hands of Russell Westbrook. And by the way, you may mention to the 76ers, do you think Joel Embiid is happier with the style of play? When he actually gives the ball up, there's a chance for him to get the ball back. That never was the case. That's the reason why they're averaging seven more points in transition, because Tyrese Maxey is such a facilitator. And now you're watching this with the Clippers. You're like, How does that offense work? And basically, Harden, let's just, let's just say what it was. That's where he decided he wanted to go, so he bullied his way into a situation in Los Angeles. But now you have him. He has to have the ball in his hands. Does Russell Westbrook need to? Yes. Does Kawhi Leonard need yes. to? Yes. Does, Does Paul, Paul George, George yes. need to? How many balls can they play with, Jay? That's the only one. That's the problem, Greeny. And at the end of the day, that's why I said if Ty Lue can make it through the season, he should be coach of the year because not only does he have to increase the tempo of this game, but he has to get James Harden to buy into something that is not about James Harden. Has James Harden showed you the ability to do that his entire career? No. Why would he show it to you now? So who's being real? And I like James. So who emerges as the one in that group that says, we've got to find a way that we can all play together? I hear you on Ty Lue. Everybody respects the heck out of Ty Lue. He's an excellent coach, and players love him. But I don't believe a coach can do that. One of those four guys, whether it's James or Kawhi or Paul George or Russell Westbrook has to take the lead and say, guys, we all have to sacrifice what we do for the betterment of the whole. Otherwise, this thing is going to be a disaster. I think it has to be Paul George, frankly. I think he's probably the most vocal out of them all. Russ is more of the intensity. But by the way, like this is kind of the problem. This is the last gasp of air for the Clippers to stop this breakup between Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Like, I just don't I, I don't see it working long-term because when you get to the playoffs, you need size. So now they don't have size. They're playing small ball, Greeny. You got Terrence Mann. You got guys out there 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". There's a reason why Jokic dominated them last night. AD will dominate them. Carl Anthony Towns, I don't see it going well for them at all. Going well. Again, lead inevitably to a breakup. They're 0-5, and the Sixers are playing great without him. And you will see the Sixers here on ESPN tonight. Joel Embiid and company taking on Jason Tatum and the Celtics, 7.30 Eastern. Then the Kings taking on LeBron and the Lakers, 10 Eastern. Our coverage will start with NBA Countdown at 7 on ESPN and the ESPN app. Let's go back to the NFL time for fact or fiction. So, Jeff, Saturday, if I said the 49ers are the biggest threat to the Eagles in the NFC, is that fact or fiction? Spitting facts. That's what it is. Hey, listen, they got back on track in Jacksonville. That's the team. Trent Williams back in action, even not at 100%. Looked completely different on that side of the line. Obviously, Debo Samuel, you saw how explosive this football team is. And when they're explosive on offense, their defense can tee off. Chase Young being added to this roster, they made the move. It needed to be made in the NFC. Dominique, let's go to the Texans. If I said C.J. Stroud is going to lead Houston to the playoffs, is that fact or fiction? Give me fact. I mean, maybe I'm prisoner of the moment, but they are balling right now. He's spitting it into small windows. He's spitting it into big windows. This man is incredible. And if you look at the rest of their schedule, there's nobody on this schedule that they can't beat. That's right. The Browns might be the best team that they have coming up. They could rip off a bunch of wins right now, and C.J. Stroud is carrying the whole load for this team, and it is impressive what he's done. And staying in the state of Texas, Kmart, if I said Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the NFC right now, is that fact or fiction? <laughs> oh, hold on, what are you waiting for? What are you Stay? doing? 
It's Say fiction. It. It's, it's, fiction. Fiction. it's fiction. It's fiction. And you know why? I just, you know what? Dak is a very good quarterback. Why do we have to live in a world where it's, he's the greatest? He's the, we started the season talking about, well, does Dak have to do anything? Like, what's Dak going to do? The defense is carrying everything. Dak is a, now we're talking about he's the greatest <laughs> no, in the world. Not like, let's we. Just pump, pump the brakes. He is very good playing well, but it's still Jalen Hurts. Well, right now, if you log on to ESPN Bet, download the ESPN Bet app, you can get 35 to 1 on Dak to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. And Miss Kmart, I'm here to tell you that your close personal friend, Mr. Foxworth, he's not over a here. Close personal yep. friend. Do you he, think he'd be a friend of me? Listen, to the, you ready for this? What? Listen to this. Oh, we. Oh, is he the best quarterback in the NFC? Nah. The best in the whole league. Yeah! Holy came out. Welcome back. Don't pause. Unpause. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. Because yesterday, I feel like you were even hesitant about the Texans and C.J. Stroud. Like, I don't know. It's still a young team. I don't know. (laughs) They are a young team. And now today. Oh, they're going to the playoffs, baby. Oh, Kimberly. And now. No, 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 no. You change up your opinion day to day. We're not having it today. Because hey. I keep receipts. Hey. As a reporter, this is I about that cash. Hold on, Kimberly. We're making TV here. <laughs> why are you, this why? is studio. This is studio. Why are you telling the people the secret sauce? Let's make some. Let's make. Show us some tape. Show us yeah, how so, Dak I mean, has been so good. He's been really good in part because he has a great receiver and his anticipation. Dak sees the motion. He sees the blitz. He knows he has man coverage. He's letting the ball go right now. Yep. It seems like tight coverage. Man not even looking for the ball. But if you trust CD, you put it out there. Boom, perfect play, big play. They have to see. Yeah, and here's another one. CeeDee Lamb, again, Dak falls back. He's inside right now. The ball's already in the air. It's almost there. CeeDee's not looking. Dak is predetermined based on his read of the coverage and based on where 88 is, where he's going with the ball. He's got him there. This last one is interesting. It's a short yard situation. They find him. They double cover the running back. Oh, that looks like great coverage. The corner's high. I don't care. We even. He's leaving. Put it up there, Dak. Give your man a chance. That's a big reason why, because they've decided, he's decided, he's going to hit CeeDee Lamb whenever they give him the opportunity. It's outstanding. So let me come to our beloved former Cowboy here. There have been ups and downs. There always are yeah, yeah. with the Cowboys. But at this moment, they seem to have found a way to showcase C.D. Lamb, who was a superstar. They have discovered Brandon Cooks and found the right role yeah, for have. him. Still struggling to get a running game going to some degree, and that continues to be my concern. Where are they? Right now, pecking order. He just gave you San Francisco, Philadelphia. The Lions are good. How good are the Cowboys? I got them at three. In the right NFC? Now. Yeah. I got Philly, San Fran. Mm-hmm. And San Fran, that performance last week, mm-hmm. when they all healthy, yeah. it, it brings in the question. How about Dak in particular? I got Dak is playing the best quarterback right now in the league. Right now, over the last couple weeks, outside of C.J. Stroud. Here's the thing what Dak is doing, though, and the difference. And I love that Nick showed anticipation. He's got back to being athletic. He's gotten back to using his legs. You have to if you're him. This offensive line hadn't been great, by the way, if, if, if the type of pressure that they're giving up. So I don't like getting into these conversations about is Dak the best quarterback in the league. No, he's not. He's playing the best right now. When we look at this league, and we think about, let's just go to the MVP conversation. People ask, is C.J. Stroud in the MVP conversation? Yes. Nobody has taken a stranglehold of the MVP yet in the league. So, Dak being in the MVP conversation, absolutely. Man, and thrown for damn near 1,000 yards in the last three weeks. Yeah. And, then you think about, and then you think about what he was able to do in a losing effort towards Philly yep. in the Philly game. He's playing well. He's playing more free to me, mm-hmm. and he's using all of his tools as opposed to trying to be something yeah. because people have an expectation for him to be this prolific great passer. 
I'm, I'm going to Thanksgiving dinner with Taz, so y'all know where I sit. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna let all y'all know. I, I already know where I, y'all know where I've been. I, I, I ain't moved. I, yeah. You know, Step she's fast. trying to put everybody on blast. I've stayed strong the whole way. You oh, still welcome. You can come back to the You can come back to the fam. So the bottom no. line of it is, Cowboys right now. Again, we ride this roller coaster with them oh, all the I'm time. I'm seasick. Yeah, I know. We but right it. now, look. You look at where their schedule is right now. You look who they're playing this week. By the time they get Philly again in a month. The schedules would suggest mm-hmm. that there's a very good chance they will be even. There's a very, look at the yes. Eagles. Are they going to win all three of those here's games? A, here's, at so Chiefs, I pushed back Buffalo, on this last Francisco, week when, when people talked about the Eagles schedule. Every week we do pick. Which team are you picking over the Eagles? Like each matchup, yeah. you think that you think that would, the Eagles could beat win the Chiefs? In Kansas City you Monday? think they, so, they they could? You I don't think, think they could beat the Bills? You don't think they could not, beat the Bills? So, I think like, they're going to beat all of them. When you take them one at a time, you're right. They could well, beat everything. That's team. literally what right. you do. But when you're playing football, you understand that in the course of a bunch of games, you're going to if they're all tough teams, they're all good games. You're going to drop some. I can't tell you which you. one. I can't tell you how many. But I know when you have and, a line of tough games and you haven't been playing as well as you expect to play, the Eagles going to drop. They might drop a couple of those. But, but you're not expecting you're not expecting the Dallas Cowboys to lose any no. games? E- no? Not, not those not, three. Okay. Not them games. Not, okay. not <laughs> them games. They the might. Dallas but. Cowboys are the third best team in the NFC to me. But let's circle back next week, boys. Let's, let's see what happens. We will. And Jalen Hurts, listen, Jalen Hurts, the knee better be yeah. right. I'm uh-huh. just going to let y'all know. They're going to go through three. They're going to go through teams that will come after them yeah. Hey, Spagnuolo, he's going to bring some heat now. Mm-hmm. He's going to show you. And I'm, I'm not think, picking the winner. I'm just letting you all know. Those games that they're going to go play are going to be physical games be tight for the Eagles three, three weeks in and a row. And I will also just quickly say, I know they had one terrible day that made us all forget about them. Oh. The Lions should not be as overlooked in this conversation. For no sure. way. They sometimes no feel like way. they are. No they're coming back. Should. Meantime, as we continue, all he does is win, <laughs> win, win, no matter what. He's got his mind on his money and his money on his mind. Can the Steelers continue tomlining their way to the playoffs? We'll talk about it. Plus, who's hungry? Jeff Saturday's got pancakes this morning, and he's got a little appetizer to get us started. Take it away. This is a crepe, and Marcus, pay attention, because this is your boy. Hey, it's a crepe because they both fall down, but you got to like it. Look at the physicality. Get some. Get some. Bam. That's my French way of saying, receive it. You got to like it. And that's Southern life, just in case you guys can feel That's where I'm from. Go get it, LSU. Go show them that business in. Receive it. Receive it. Give us that French again. I was going to tackle him in this. I would. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, we are back on Get Up, and our next feature is called Sound Off with some of the more interesting things being said by some of the more interesting people in the NFL. Let's start in Pittsburgh, the always interesting Mike Tomlin, talking about what he needs from his quarterback, Kenny Pickett, moving forward. Man, we're going to need more, particularly as this road uh, narrows. But guys like Kenny and myself, man, we're measured by wins and losses. Uh, He and I talk about that often. 
and, and, and openly. Um, we know what our jobs are. Our jobs are to win. Um, and, and so that's where we are. That's where our focus is. Our jobs are to win came out. Okay, oh, right. Wait, dude give me the Isaac. Penny, did you hear that? You better win some games, buddy. Here's the problem. The Steelers will be sitting at home in January, mid-January, if Kenny Pickett and this offense doesn't get going. I think this defense has carried them the rest this whole way. They're gonna have to do it some more, but this offense, you only it's only interesting with like eight minutes left in the fourth quarter. Otherwise, it just looks a mess. Kenny's too good for this offense to look like. They that. legit. Is there anything legit about the Steelers in your mind, Mark? Do you they, call them frauds? They legitimately can get you to the fourth quarter and win games because of their defense. And them two guys that rush the passer. Now, yeah. I don't, to your point, K Mark, I don't know if you can get there every game when you start facing better teams, but I'm telling you right now, if the Pittsburgh Steelers get games to the fourth quarter, they are as good as anybody in the NFL. All right, let me go to another one. You're gonna like this. Dan Campbell, who did not shy away from going for it on fourth down against the Chargers last week, then did not shy away from telling the world what he tells his family, how they should prepare for fourth downs. Here's what I would say for, because I tell my family this, just wear a diaper before some of these games. And I'll give them an alert and say, put them on and be ready to roll. What do you think of that, Jeffrey? Wear a diaper. My guy. <laughs> Trap on the diapers, folks. We don't know what's going on, but we're going to have some fun. You know why you can say stuff like that? Because they're rushing for 200 yards plus in three games. They are getting after it. They have taken on the personality of Dan Campbell, and you love every bit of that. Everybody made fun of the biting knees or whatever he said. I freaking I love the way this guy goes. They're going to be right. the one seed. I'm telling you right now, look at their schedule the rest of the way to the point we made earlier. Mm-hmm. While Philly and Dallas are playing each other and San Francisco's got tough games, the Lions are going to be the one seed in the NFC. And they have the thing that feels like the most indispensable thing you can have in football, at least this year, is an O-line. O-line. Boy, they, they do. Everyone has the problems on the O-line. They they don't. Go back and watch that game. They pushing them charges but it back. But they didn't did <laughs> hey, put it on them. And here's yeah. the crazy part, man. Hank Fraley, their O-line coach, they've had injuries. They yeah. have rotated so dudes. Was, yeah, I'll, man. Yeah. They have rotated dudes at center. And go- I mean, he has put together a freaking squad. And you saw dudes getting pushed around. Go ahead, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, get I have one more. I have one more. This is Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I will caution you in advance. Do not be distracted by the eye patch. He was wearing that in solidarity with his buddy A.J. Hawk. But... Rodgers was talking with McAfee and company yesterday about a possible timeline for his return. There's no set date. I mean, it could it could change. If I have a great week, uh, you know, this week and next week, that could be accelerated. If we are not in it in three or four weeks, that could, you know, that could uh, take it a different way. But I expect us to be in it and I expect to come back. So that's about all I can tell you at this point. All right, hold on. I'm calling a timeout if indeed Kimberly has the breaking news that I think that she does. And I'm, I'm doing this completely on my own, but Kmart just Ooh. turned to me. We're 100% sure that's if their Cleveland accredited Brown, account. Cleveland Browns tweeted out that Deshaun Watts will undergo season-ending surgery on a broken bone in his throwing shoulder. So the same inju- so the shoulder that had been bothering him earlier yeah. in the season, now he is done for the year. That is a 100% uh, their verified account. Yes, the, the Sean Watson. 
She read it. Yeah, we're going to stay here. We'll do the pancakes wow. later and everything else. Let's react. A Cleveland team, they play the Steelers on Sunday. Uh, the, the Browns are looking. But they may have the best defense in the NFL. They definitely they do. do. Deshaun yeah. has not been great, but he has certainly played better of late, and it looked like it was coming on. And he was supposed to – he underwent an MRI on Monday, for, you know, after that game. And now – what are the Browns? I, wow. I have an entire statement here from the Cleveland Browns on Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson underwent uh, an MRI Monday on two injuries sustained on different plays in the first half of Sunday's win over the Ravens. Imaging on his left ankle revealed a high left ankle, excuse me, a high ankle sprain. In addition, postgame, Deshaun notified our medical staff of a new discomfort in his right shoulder that he felt after a hit in the first half. An MRI of his right shoulder revealed a displaced fracture to the glenoid. Despite performing at a high level and finishing the game after consultation with doctors and industry-leading specialist Neil Elitrash, it has been determined this injury will require immediate surgical repair to avoid further structural damage. Deshaun wow. will be placed on season-ending injured reserve, and a full recovery is expected for the start of the 2024 season. Holy smoke. Go ahead, Marcus. Brother, that is... The most important thing is the way he ended the Ravens game. Yep. You start thinking about Cleveland as a legitimate contender yeah. yes, sir. in the league, if he yeah. could play that way. Now, they have P.J. Walker, who's had time this season to play. Yeah. But I just – gee, as soon as you said it, as soon as Kmart read it, I thought about 230 M's guaranteed. Mm. This is another year mm -hmm. that Lots. you lose again. Yeah. Yeah. With, with, and, and how long was the you deal, Kmart? Five years. You get two. You get basically a half a season last year and a half you, a season He's played year. one full season of football in two years yeah. with and a $230 million dollar guaranteed contract. Not even a good season. Mm -hmm. and, 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 dude, this is devastating. And this is like, the game I have this week, so. This is devastating. It just got more interesting. Yeah. So, yes, clearly, the money is a huge part of the entire Deshaun Watson story. So are all of the off-the-field things that have given so many people so many feelings about him. But for this moment, let's focus on the impact on this yeah. year. Well, this was a, a Super Bowl contending team. I don't know if it impacted team. that much. That's well, the thing I was It doesn't. Here's, 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 we all, I mean, we're reacting to the big contract and the big name. He ain't been good, guys. So this does not change the way that they've been playing up until this season. Now, I saw the little glimpse that we all yeah, saw yeah. at the end of that the game, game. And we know that he has the potential to be great. But he ain't been good. This ain't going to change the way so they approach any of these games before. As, as a co-resident of the state of Ohio, he, watching these games, it's been Dorian Thompson-Robinson and P.J. Walker as backups that have had to, had to start in his absence with this injury. The Browns had Josh Dobbs. Mm. And they let him, you know, like these are the moments where you think like Jacoby Brissett was a Brown last year, but they allowed these guys to go get get in situations where they could potentially start. Now you look at the Browns. Do you turn to PJ Walker? Got to. Absolutely. And 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 can this offense, can Kevin Stefanski and this offense regroup? And the emotional toll of we had Deshaun coming off of a good performance. This could have been the start of the offense turning around, yeah. and now... That's the trickiest part for me. The trickiest part for me was when you're in a locker room, you feel momentum swings of players, 100%. right? And so all of a sudden, you felt like Deshaun against the Ravens, closing a game out, we were down, we come back, all those things. 14 or 14 in the second yeah. half, I and believe. you come back and you put this victory up. All of a sudden, that momentum in the locker room tells you, boys, we got a real chance. This dude picks it up. He ain't got to be the Houston right, Watson right. we knew. He got to be half of that, yeah. and we got enough to go 
go win this championship, that's that's the part when it settles down. Can you go, hey, we still got this with, with You PJ. just saw the, the Hembo put the QBR. I mean, that's the season he's having. Mm-hmm. It's slightly better than Desmond Ritter and slightly worse than Jordan Love. Let, let me hold this a minute because I'm up against the hour here. This was breaking news we were not expecting, mm. obviously. But that is the very latest. So I'll break on this thought. We'll come back. We'll have a lot more coverage of this wow. enormous breaking news. Deshaun Watson done for the year in Cleveland. What does this mean for the AFC North and the entire AFC playoff picture? We're back in a moment. You're watching Get Up on ESPN. We also have basketball conversation, so stay tuned for that. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 